You gotta, you gotta wait for music to kick in. See, you're, quit, do, quit making the mouth noises. I gotta do the last call. Shh. Last call, drunk fuckers. Go home. Now make all the noises you want, asshole. But you also didn't let the get your shit and get out part play, so that's uh, your problem. Last call, drunk fuckers. Go home. Get your shit and get out. There you go. We got it. Welcome to Three Drink Minimum. It's a podcast that makes you sound drunk just by saying the name correctly. This is the last call. I'm Uncle Don. Sitting across from me is Nephew Eric. Hi. Nephew Eric. What are we yes. talking about today? You got some story about uh, Emporia, Kansas. Oh, yeah. Why we didn't record last week. Oh. Why we're a week off. Um, you had issues, and I was also out of town. I had to take a business trip up to Emporia, Kansas. You ever been to Emporia, Kansas? I have been to Emporia, Kansas. What do you think about Emporia, Kansas? It's Kansas. <laughs> it is a, they had, okay, it's a hippie town. It's a hippie college town in the middle of friggin' Kansas. They had a store devoted to Frisbee golf. I shit you not. Yeah. Frisbee golf. On the main drag that was like three blocks long, there were three bicycle shops. You think that's bad? You've never been to San Francisco, California, have you? I'm just saying this is Kansas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for Kansas, would, that's... For Kansas, this is pretty bad. I would expect to see a tractor supply in Atwoods and... Uh, tractor supply is outside of town. That's about you, it. You, you can know? find the tractor supply further outside of town, but oh my God, this place is... And we got there, and it's like, okay, I had to shoot all day. We... We're shooting and then got off and went and grabbed a bite to eat. Where'd you eat? Some Mexican place. It was okay. It was just a Mexican place. Uh, they all taste the same. Everybody says, man, you ought to try the Mexican food here. I don't give a fuck. It ta- it, it's going to taste the exact same as the Mexican food. Uh, I don't know, dude. Habanero is pretty good. I don't know. But how was your hotel? Uh hotel was good. They had, uh, Where'd you stay? We stayed, where'd we stay? It was the Hilton. Hilton? Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, we were last minute, and they had some golf tournament coming up, like, the week after. But the only thing available on the uh, short term was a double bed. So I had one for bouncing, one for sleeping. Those are the best, dude. So. I used to love when I was traveling, they'd give me sweets and shit because I'd have so many points and, like, you know, I was staying at a Holiday yeah. Inn all the time, so I'd have just loads of points. So they think I'm some fucking high roller and they'd just give me a sweet. Little did they know. <laughs> You're just. <laughs> I was a dude. broke dick son of a bitch. But yeah, uh, so the hotel, it was okay. It was, it was clean, had coffee whenever I wanted, had good Wi Fi. So that's all I really care for. Yeah. So I was good. Uh, after we ate, it was like, Okay, what am I going to do in this town? So I asked Google. I said, "What to do while you're in Emporia, in Emporia Kansas?" Just Google say came nothing. It came back, shoot yourself. <laughs> and I was like, "Shit, that's not good." So I checked TripAdvisor, and TripAdvisor said, uh, "Do dry cleaning and save the bag." I don't know. I'm assuming to put over my head and asphyxiate myself. I guess. Did you know Emporia Kansas has a zoo? Really? It's a free zoo. And it's just south of town and on your way out. And I've been there once. 
and it's hilarious. If you get a chance to go, I recommend this zoo. What do they have there? When you walk in, they have an old swimming pool that is empty that has uh, prairie dogs in it. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with Kansas and prairie dogs, but prairie dogs live in Kansas. Yeah, nothing. And so here all these prairie dogs are in this friggin' swimming pool. You can't take a drive and not see. They also had a red fox. A real live red fox. A real live red fox. Not not Red Fox, the guy who played on Sanford and Son. We're talking about just a fox. Yeah, like, you know, one of those that you've seen a million times? That live in Kansas. Yeah? Uh, bald eagle. They had a bald eagle. You know the bald eagles, they nest in Kansas all the way down to Missouri. Uh, but, you know, bald eagles, they're yeah, you know, also... Symbol they, of freedom. All these animals kind of looked embarrassed. They're like, yeah, we just lived here, and they came and built this zoo around us real quick. <laughs> they feed us, and... and you think all their friends show up like late at night and look at them through the little bars and laugh at them. It's like, but it's a, it's a free zoo. They don't charge for it, so it's okay. <laughs> but it's like, what the hell? I mean, I would not be surprised if they didn't have a dog sitting in a cage. <laughs> a fucking Rottweiler sitting there. Just, just a freaking, yeah, here's, here's, a, uh, here's a mutt. <laughs> not, not even, not even a, a full-blooded Rottweiler. Just, just a mutt, a little half and half, and this is a Rottweiler Husky mix. Uh, and in this cage is a uh, yellow tom, uh, stray cat. Uh, their native habitat is your backyard. <laughs> and here you can see what really got me. It was the damn prairie dogs. The prairie dogs are actually no, the the red fox is what really got me. That just made me shake my head and start laughing, but. The prairie dogs are pretty damn funny. So is that your trip to Kansas? That, that was my trip to Emporia, Kansas. Yeah. I got to see, I got to dress in a bunny suit and, and go into an OR, an operating room, and, and actually hang out during a surgery. That was in pretty gruesome. In a bunny suit? Uh, in a, yeah, a bunny suit, uh, where you put on the little uh, suit that over your clothes that makes you uh, safe and Oh, I thought you meant like a bunny suit, you know, Easter and shit. No, it wasn't for Easter. It was an, it was a, you put on the mask. And I the, thought you were doing the, some fucking make-a-wish shit. No, it wasn't make-a-wish shit. I wish I hadn't looked up because I kept my eyes averted from the surgery going on. I was shooting What kind of equipment. surgery was it? It was a gallbladder surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept my eyes averted from the table. Right. And I looked up and unbeknownst to me, the doctors had, were had a monitor they were doing like a really detailed uh-huh. whatever they had the cameras in and had the monitor up there and so i just looked up and saw a big bunch of well i'm what i'm telling myself is that they were prepping a pork shoulder to to smoke it and do some pulled pork uh but it was actually the inside of a human yeah it was pretty gross definitely the inside of a human you know i don't know did you watch kathy give birth yeah yeah was it worse than that oh yeah oh man i don't know if it gets worse than that oh yeah i guess it does you haven't talked about that watching somebody give birth is um it's an experience yeah it's one of those weird things kind of makes you want to not uh, go anywhere near her again right no yeah. No. At first, 
It gives you an appreciate a whole new appreciation for women. It makes you be like, oh yeah, men aren't shit. We are pussies. We're soft. Women are way tougher. Yeah. I mean And it also makes you think when you think maybe I'm being too rough on her, you're like, Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But did, did you cut the umbilical cord? I did. Yeah? What'd you think about that? Weird. Spongy. Sp- spongy, like rubber. Yeah. Like plasticky. And think, here, you want to cut it? It's like, really, I'm paying you to do that, right? Okay, I'll do it. And I was like, how do I know where to cut it? And he just gave me like like a centimeter of space yeah, just to here, cut it. You so, cut between, here's these two little clamps. You cut right between there and you're good. And it's like, how do I fit it in there? Yeah. But, uh. I guess he knew what he was doing. Then I asked a stupid ass question because I don't know. I was like thirty two hours without sleep at this point. Yeah, and um, I was like, so depending on where I cut the umbilical cord, can that determine any urinality? <laughs> and they're like, uh, no, no, yeah, that's no, great. It doesn't do that. <laughs> and then what's even more weird is after you know we're home and everything's good, and then her umbilical cord falls out. Mm-hmm. My wife, you ready? <clears throat> Kept it. Oh, that's sweet. No. No, it's friggin' weird, but it's, she's a mom. She has her fucking piss stick from, for pregnancy. She has the umbilical cord. I'm surprised what? this bitch don't got the afterbirth. You know, some people do save that. How about the afterbirth? Is there anything grosser? Um, it reminds me of, uh, there was a smog monster that, uh, Godzilla fought in one of his movies back in the 70s. It reminds me kind of that. See, it's weird because when you see that and shit, it's gross, but it's also, the afterbirth isn't beautiful, but the process is. You're like, holy shit. And you just look no. at her and you're like, mm, you're tougher than I am. Yeah, afterbirth. <laughs> you're a lot tougher. Afterbirth than me. is disgusting. I'm telling you, I could almost, I almost couldn't keep on masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> you made me pull that all out. <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> oh god. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, I'm a sick bastard. Yeah, but it was great. Blair is going to be six weeks old on Monday, and it this shit goes so fast. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just brought her home, like, last week. Yep. But it's so cool to see how much they evolve in such a short time. Like, just, say, four weeks ago. How do you think I feel? We're still watching you. Yeah. We're, I'm getting there, though. Fucking, you're getting there. You're almost baked. Don't kick me while I'm down. I'm you're almost close. baked. I'm close. You're almost fully cooked. Almost. I'd say another six years and I'm going to be there. Maybe. Um. So, like, when we first brought her home, she only knew mom's tit, the womb, nothing else. Nothing at all. But now, like, if I talk to her, she'll look at me. She's aware of my voice. She's aware of my, like, my presence and, like, feeling me, like, my touch. She's aware of that. She's aware of, super aware of Kendra. Like, 
super suit, like almost like hyper aware, mm-hmm. like to the point, like if Kendra's not in the room, it's like she knows it. She is not fucking happy. As soon as Kendra comes back, or like if I'm holding her, she'll be calm. But if she sees Kendra, she's like, mm, "Dad, cool, give me to mom." Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I have my preferences. So yeah, like, uh, give me, give me to mom now. Um, like she's starting to like you know figure things out that she likes and what she doesn't like. Like she loves her baths. Like she likes to feel the warm water on her tummy. Like just pour it on her tummy. She likes it. She's just starting to become more aware, and it's so fun to see. Like she, she's starting to like. Well, she's been doing it for like a week, but like she'll like when she like she'll actually like lay on the floor and like play by herself, like not really play, but just lay there and like roll over and wiggle and coo and just make noises yeah. like. Ah. And you like, see her thinking for herself, like hmm, whatever her little thoughts are. She's probably not even thinking out in the intelligence of a dog yet, but you know. Oh yeah, she's still dumber than shit. I know, it, but don't know how to roll over or nothing. She's needy. Yeah. Don't don't leave her in her mama room. Put it this way. She's so needy. I haven't slept in my own fucking bed for almost a week. She won't sleep in her bassinet. She won't sleep in her rocker. She won't sleep in none of that shit. Put me in the bed. Cool, Dad. Go sleep on the couch. So I do. Yep. Worse than a cat. Dude, and the craziest thing is <laughs> I will clean my fucking house and then she can't even walk yet. All of a sudden her shit's everywhere again. It's like, Jesus, this girl makes such a mess and she's not even moving. Are you sure it's her? Well, it's us, but it's her shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just you. She needs a lot of shit. I can't wait till till the kid starts running around and you're getting racked every single day. Dude, sometimes like... Like, not every single day, but multiple times a day. I'll set her like between my legs and she'll like, she likes to wiggle and shit. She'll kick me right in the dick. I'll say, God damn it, player. Fucking, um, um, I just lost my thought process. Oh, but you know how, like, she's, like, super attached to Kendra now? I was talk. uh, I was talking to my buddy, uh, two days ago, who has a daughter who is almost three, and he's like, just enjoy her being so attached to mom while you can. Because you'll, you'll eventually get a daddy's girl that, yeah, he said, wants to come in and watch you take a piss. So she, yeah, pretty much. She's <laughs> yeah. like, She's going to turn into a daddy's girl, and she's not going to leave your hip. I was like, oh, that's exciting. I can't wait. But mm-hmm. he said, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Um, I just said, God damn. And it just maybe. Went. I never got that. What? A daddy's girl. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of weird, because me and Jake were kind of, Jake was a mama's boy. Big time mama's boy. I started off as a daddy's boy, but as I got older, turned more into a mama's boy. So, but Jake was, Jake's always been a, Jake's gone from a, Jake's always been a mama's boy. Jake's a big mama's boy. I guess when Jake was young, like, nobody could even fucking look at him except my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and I guess I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, you both, you both had issues. What were the issues? Well... I don't know. I just know that you'd show up at our house in tears. Because you're going to the mean house. The mean house? We were the mean house. <laughs> what? Mean Aunt Kathy. <laughs> Why were you guys the mean house? Did I ever refer to it as the mean house? Uh, I don't know if you ever actually used or those words. Is that just what but you that's think? what it, that's what we were. We were the 
you oh yeah in you you guys would show up to the front door in tears because well, you were going to be left to our house and we were we had certain rules that you had to follow when you're at our house and you didn't like those rules I think I've always been a little anxious even when I was young I was anxious and, and then again yeah you would if you dressed up for Halloween you couldn't look at yourself in the mirror yeah. because you would scare yourself <laughs> I've had issues since I was real young huh God, I'm a fucking loser. I've yeah. been a fucking piece of shit since I was young. Yeah, you have. Yeah. But that's okay. I mean, my wife loves me most of the time, and I got a cute baby, so I'm doing something yeah. right, I guess. Let's just, we need to start testing Blair. Yeah. Have her look in the mirror at herself, see, her, see if her mirror image makes her bust into <laughs> Crying, you know that is something that kind of scares me. What's that? Um, you know, after talking to a psychiatrist today, you know, like I was just telling you when we were uh, off mic, um, you know, she knows that I'm going into the psychology field and stuff, and her advice to me was really focus on trauma because a lot of the time, almost all the time, when somebody comes in with some mental health issues, it is trauma related, mm-hmm. and uh, she basically was talking about how I'm. I'm kind of I'm different because mine was just mine's not trauma related. I was just born that way, you know, born with something a little off, and um, it makes me nervous because that is a genetic thing, and I'm scared for Blair to have to deal with things well, like that. But then again, it will be really nice. Either she, happens or it doesn't happen. No use worrying about it. Yeah, but what is good is if it does happen, her dad will be in the psychology field and kind of will be able to be proactive and not reactive to things and be able to jump on top of it before anything gets too serious hopefully yeah yeah hopefully but you know knowing that how hard it is to get a pediatric psychiatrist like almost impossible it takes months and months months and months of waiting list hopefully if that if that ever if that does happen like say there is i've seen enough sitcoms to know that having of course uh, a parent who knows anything about psychology screws you up. Every sitcom. Yeah. I think Kendra is kind of, not nervous, but like jokingly a thing about me going into psychology because she's like, well, then you're just going to fucking just be breaking people down all the time. Like not breaking, like tearing them down, but like figuring analyzing out them. what's good. Yeah, analyzing them all the time. It's like, I don't want you to analyze me. And she's like, eh. no, oh, she doesn't like that? Tell me. Tell her Uncle Don does all the time. I'm, I'm always fucking analyzing people. I'm Just always forming thoughts. Go home tonight and say, you know what? Uncle Don told me a couple things that he, he that he's been thinking about you, and it really makes a lot of sense and explains a lot of things. And when she asks you what, what I said, you say, well, that's really a private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and. She only has herself to blame because if she listened to this podcast, she wouldn't be caught by surprise. Hey, I don't think we've talked about this yet, but this was something I was going to talk about, and I just remembered, like literally just remembered this. What's that? Um, have you heard that fucking song, Old Town Road? No. Oh, my fuck. Okay, we're going to go into a little music talk here. Okay. Um, okay, so there's this song called Old Town Road. And I need you to pull up YouTube. 
Okay. Are we going to have to do like a pause and then Possibly. come back? Possibly. Okay. Um, there's a song called Old Town Road, and I'm going to give you a little backstory here before you even Google it or look it up. This song was on the country charts, right? And was taken off. Billy Ray Cyrus? Uh, he's in the remix. Okay. So you can play that one. That's fine. Okay. Because um, Billy Ray Cyrus is country. No, fuck he is. Um, he was? That motherfucker's never been country. That's like saying Garth Brooks is country. Garth Brooks is country. Garth Brooks started this whole pop country movement. But anyway, so this song... Lil Nas? Yeah. This song... Hold on. This song was on the country charts, right? And he's claiming it's country. Now, he did have a good point because it got taken off the country charts because they were like, this isn't country. And then he did have a good point. He goes, well, listen to all the other songs on here. That shit's not country either. And I was like, that's fair because Mm -hmm. they're not. But this, yeah, that snap beat. God damn, that snap beat makes me so fucking mad. snap and suck. Yeah. Um, but so listen to this song. That's boy band shit. It's pop. Yeah. It's pop music. It, it's not even, it's boy band pop music. Yeah. Like fucking. But you put a little twi- Have you ever listened to Bo Burnham? Yes, yes, yes. The pandering, the pandering song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is pandering 100%. That's exactly what it is. Um, George Strait, George Strait just released a new album recently. Cody Johnson did. Country as it fucking gets. Cody yeah. Johnson did. Um, Casey Donahue did. Country as it fucking gets. But none of that shit will ever be on the charts. This shit was on the chart. This shit is became like the most fucking streamed song. One of the most streamed fucking songs. And people are saying it's country music evolving. Okay, well, what we're going to do real quick, I'm going to pause this and then uh, come back after listening to this. And we're back. We're back. All right. All right, first off, I'm going to piss you off. Okay. It's obviously a country song. What? Old How? Ten- how? How? Tell me how about this country I, in any way. I took notes. Okay, you took notes. These are some of the words that showed up in the song. Okay, horses. Valley. Valley. Horse. Horse. Tractor. Tractor. Porch. Porch. Uh, cowboy boots. Cowboy boots. Guitar. Guitar. Marlboro Man. Marlboro Man and bull riding. Yes. All those showed up in the song. Obviously, it's country. No, it isn't. Let me ask you. Is the Marlboro Man country? Yeah. Really? You think that? The Marlboro Man? You know what the Marlboro Man is? What? 100% advertising. Well, yeah, but Did you know that they created the Marlboro Man because... It's pandering. Filtered cigarettes were considered female cigarettes. And Marlboro wanted to sell more to men. So they created the Marlboro Man and Marlboro Country the little advertising bit to sell to men to present a manly attitude. Okay, so what we just did, we listened to two songs that We are listened new. to two songs and and the contrast is 100%. One is country, one is not. Old Town Road is not country. Yeah. We also listened to Dear Rodeo by Cody Johnson. It's country. I only listened to ha- I only had to listen to country verses of it to know it's country. You know why? Why? There's a story. Yeah. There's a story behind that. The story behind Dear country, Rodeo. Country songs always had a, all, have always had a story. Dear Rodeo, if you listen to the whole song, it's... Old Town Road, there's no story there. It's just a bunch of uh, non-related country-esque uh, phrases tied together with, you ain't gonna tell me what to do. But the reason I had us listen to both is one of them gets 
is on the country chart and gets played on the country chart. The other one doesn't. What happened to country music? Wait. Dear Rodeo is not on the country chart? No. Hmm. It could have been maybe for a small period of time, but it never got like up maybe past on the on the Billboard 100, okay. maybe 90. It wasn't popular. But it, it no, it's not popular except in the like the real country community. People like mashups. But that song, Old Town Road was super popular before Billy Ray Cyrus jumped on it too. And like uh, one of the arguments is, well, Billy Ray Cyrus is in it now, so he calls so it now is it country? Like Billy Ray Cyrus ain't country worth a fuck. That motherfucker. The thing that bugs me though is I don't even care if you're authentic. Like Midland, there's a country group called Midland. They make authentic country music. Okay. They're not country folks. They're like one's like a model from LA and some other shit. But at least your music is what you would call country. It's like that one dude from Australia uh, does country. Married to uh, the redhead actress. Keith Urban? Keith Urban. That motherfucker ain't country at all. No, he's he's from Australia, but you don't think he's Fuck no, his country. music's not country. The last time we I can't, had, I, I could not tell you a song he does. The last really, really, really popular person to play real country music that was on the charts. Okay, there is a couple that are in there right now. Chris Stapleton. I know that name. Legit. The best voice in country music. God, sometimes I cry. Might be the best vocals I've ever heard. And that's even more than a... Is he, he's the one that uh, does the... Uh, the Tennessee Whiskey, Tennessee Whiskey cover? Yeah. But uh, he has a song called Sometimes I Cry. And when we get off here, I'm going to have you listen to the live version of Sometimes I Cry. Because, you know, you shared a... What song was it that you shared with me when we were talking about Kodak Black singing? Fucking who was it? Don Williams? Yeah, Don Williams. Yeah, because yeah. we're like... Cause this guy's trying, and I said, "Here's somebody who doesn't even tr- who who didn't even try. He, he exuded everything without even sounding like he was putting in an effort. It just flowed." Yeah, Don and then w- when you when you hear, Chris I don't remember Stapleton, what Don Williams song I played for you. I don't remember either. But yeah, but when you hear this, sometimes I cry by Chris Stapleton. But like you know, he gets up there and he can hit a number one song or something like that. There's guys that kind of walk that line of country and pop, like Luke Combs, who's Good, but sometimes he has songs where you're like, "Oh, that's pretty poppy." And then sometimes he has songs like, "Can I get an outlaw?" Like about like you know these he has a it's a verse in it like these days it's all wannabe singing someone else's songs. Um, everybody's doing the same damn thing. Where the rebels gone mm-hmm. and shit like that. But then he has like a like he does songs like Morgan Wallen, who's pop country. But you know, so he walks that line. But he's making a shit ton of money. So that's the thing, like. Are you gonna sell out and make what they want you to for to make a hundred grand every time you fucking show up somewhere? Or are you gonna make what you want? And there's only a few people out there who can make what they want while doing what they want. Cody Johnson, um, Tyler Childers is getting to that point. Chris Stapleton is there, but other than that, I mean, I don't know that there's much. But here's my problem: I don't even care about authenticity. But when Cody Johnson sang Deer, made uh, wrote Deer Rodeo and then recorded it, did all that, it comes from you can feel it through there. You know, he, there's a story there, and it doesn't even matter if he ever rode rodeo. He because you can enjoy like a Stephen King book, yeah, and it doesn't mean that Stephen King had to fight vampires mm-hmm. or anything like that or chase uh, demon clowns through sewers. 
because you enjoy the story that is being told. Yeah. And Dear Rodeo is telling a story. And even if you've never rodeoed before, you can feel how much it means to cowboys who can't do it anymore. Well, that's the thing. That's it's it's not it's not just about uh a rodeo, it's about loss. Yeah. And it's framed around a country theme. Mhm. But it is about something deeper. Like and you can tell that he, he Old Town Road, I have no idea what it's about. He, you can tell Cody Johnson. He he was a bull rider. He was on the rodeo circuit. He had he built friendships with these people. Mm-hmm. They're bull riding is one of those few sports that you have to truly, truly, truly love it to do it. There's a lot of people in other sports that are just there because they they happen to be good at it and it pays well. R- bull riding, you have to love it to get on the back of a fucking two thousand pound animal that is going trying to throw you off of it and will stomp on your fucking face. Like it's something you gotta love, and then you got like old or you gotta road. be drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's how bull riding started. It had to be drunk. People. It had to be drunk cowboys. Yeah, they're like, I bet you I could ride that thing. I bet you, oh, you cannot do it. I'll give you a hundred dollars. You can hold on to it for eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can get up on it. How about I strap a a, a big belt around his dick? <laughs> uh, that might make it a little harder. <laughs> but in Old Town Road, like you know, he mentions bull riding. It's like you don't. If you're not even a bull riding fan, like say you're somebody it, that it doesn't it doesn't yeah. matter if you're a bull riding fan or not. Um, he mentioned bull riding. He mentioned a lot of stuff. I yeah. I took notes of all the words and phrases he put in there, but there is no there there. But here's the thing: there, I can't be mad at the guy because he had such a valid point. He said. I've list, I'm listening to the other songs on this chart, and they're not country either. Like like a big popular song, Tequila, by Dan Plus Shea. Mm-hmm. Kendra loves that song, so I have to hear it all the time. The furthest thing from country that, that you could be. Yeah, pop country. Yeah. I mean, it's way more closer to pop than it even is country. Yeah. Or like well, Heaven by Kane Brown's a popular one, and it's not even close to country. It's pop with some twang. It's boy, yeah. it's boy band bullshit with yeah. twang. It's a fucking... It's Android. somebody... It's Basically, something that could have been an instinct putting on cowboy boots, uh-huh. and because it's easier to break a country chart than it is to break the pop charts. Yeah, because there's so much shit on the pop charts. I mean, you break you know, it makes me so sad. But he said, "Valley horse tractor porch." Mm-hmm. Come on, can't tell him what to do. Yeah, as I said, and you can't tell me nothing. Guitar, Marlboro man. Yeah. Old Dirt Road or Old Town Road. Dude, honestly, that song could have easily been the fucking Bo Burnham fucking bit, you know? It could have been. <laughs> it was It was a bunch of just non-sequitur phrases. I have no idea what the story of that song was. There isn't any. And that's a thing. I mean, even the bad pop country stuff that's out usually has a story yeah. of some sort. And, like, you know... Like I said, like, you know, you don't even have to be, like, a real cowboy or country boy. Like I said, Midland. Dude, they got a song called 14 Gears. The story in it's great. The mu- the writing, the music, everything in it is great. And it's a real country song. They're not authentic, but they're at least making country. Did they write it or did they just record it? Um, I don't know. That that also makes a difference. Well, yeah, there's a lot of guys. Like, um, it's ironic because... Uh, 
Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan's a little big one in the pop country community. Probably the biggest pop country star that him and Florida Georgia Line. Probably the two biggest pop country stars. Um, when I hear a Luke Bryan song and it's like authentic country and it's good, I'll go look it up and then I'll see like uh, one of my favorite songs that Luke Bryan's ever done. My favorite Luke Bryan song ever. It's called Drink a Beer. And it's a story about him about him losing somebody. And, you know, so he says, I'm going to sit right here on the edge of this pier, watch the sunset disappear, drink you know, beer. and drink beer. I've heard that And song. I was like, oh, that's such a good fucking song. You know, Luke Bryan made a real song. I went and looked it up. Chris Stapleton wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I, I was going to say, I've heard that song. That's not a bad song. Because yeah, that's just a, one of those. And once again, it taps into that emotion mm-hmm. and a story and it's it's something and, and that's the thing country music if you listen to all the good classics they always tap into there may be a story that about something that you might not be able to identify exactly with that story but you can identify with the emotion behind it like let's think of the greatest country songs of all time um walk the line mm-hmm. story Folsom prison blues story um he stopped loving her today he's st- oh one of the Best yeah. stories. Um, Once again, loss. Mama tried, but um, and actually, that was it was a song with loss and a twist. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mama tried. Uh, Mama tried. Mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Uh, Luke and Bach, Texas. Um, all these songs, you know, there's so much story. Wichita lineman. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking <laughs> being um, away. I mean, you should be able to identify which Wichita lineman. Um, yeah. Fucking. Oh my god, that just slipped my on. head. Fucking um That's my job. <laughs> Conway Twitty. I don't know why that slipped my head. One of the best storytelling in songs. And it has such a perfect ending on it because um, you know, he's talking about how his dad would just tell him that's his job to take care of you. That's his job. And then at the end he says, uh, I you know, he that he tried to think of a way to say that he loves him. And so he he tried to you know so he made a song about it and then he said that's my job. My job. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much storytelling and, and just beauty but, in it. And, and then at that point you realize oh, then him doing his job yeah. was saying I love you. Yeah. Showing up, going to that job yeah. every single day was him saying I love yeah. you. Because, Hello, darling. Yeah. All those songs. Uh, he stopped loving. Well, I already said that. One. Yeah, he stopped yeah. loving her day. Uh, Fucking um, rhinestone cowboy. Eh, I never cared for that one. Yeah, that much. one of my favorite songs. But all the but the 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 moral of it is all these songs have something to offer, some story, some emotion behind it, something that drives yeah. the meaning for that Old song. Old Town Road, I got nothing from it. And like now, like the probably the most popular pop country song is Tequila by Dan Plaché, is nominated for all these fucking uh, Grammys and shit. It's just a lot of when I taste tequila. Oh, wrong tequila. Wrong tequila. And it's fucking bullshit. It's like, Jesus Christ. But, I don't know, dude. It's Well, drinking has always been a part of country music. But I encourage people. A part of country music. Yeah. You know, I'm going to sit down and drink this beer. Yeah, well, the, That's the, something. The, person, the, the thing behind tequila is them saying, I can taste this, I can taste this and be okay, but when I taste tequila, I have this memory of you. Like, oh. But okay, so there is a story. There's a story behind it, but when the, it. when the music comes in, like when the music, it's a lot of Bingers. program beats. It's oh, okay. program beats. It's but um, 
you know, if, if there's is country music fans that happen to listen to, you know, I strongly encourage guys like Tyler Childers. Tyler Childers, my opinion, the best in the game right now. I mean, you can't beat Tyler Childers. I don't think. Um, is he relation re, relation to Carl? Who's Carl? Uh, he Carl Childers. Uh, that was a character from Sling Blade. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You and fucking Carl from Sling Blade. Mm. I reckon I'll sing some country music for you now. Mm-hmm. Man, I reckon, it's hard to beat Tyler Childers. I reckon there's a tractor. Mm-hmm. There's a porch and a swing. Mm-hmm. Pickup truck. But mm-hmm. we've been going for 36 minutes, Carl. Yeah, are we done? Yeah, let's cut it. Well, all right. Wait. Hold on just a second. We can't oh. cut it yet. I need, to, I need to figure out how to wake this thing up and get the music back. What? Yeah, wake it up. And, uh, all right. You go ahead and talk. How are you? So Carl from Sling Blade, dude, that's your favorite character. But you know what it's not as good as? Oh, God. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Hi. I'm Morgan Freeman. No, I'm Morgan Freeman. No, I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> well, I'm more Morgan Freeman than you are Morgan Freeman. No, I'm more Morgan Freeman. You know, everybody does Morgan Freeman by just making a voice a little bit more monotone. Yeah. I watched Wanted the other day. I love that movie. Wanted is such a good movie. It was such a shitty movie, but it's one of those shitty movies that I love along with Hackers. Dude. But both those movies. But Wanted, I just freaking love it. When he Dude, goes up and smashes the guy with the keyboard, it's a fuck you with the keyboard. Kendra Kendra was watching uh, the 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 remake that Netflix did of uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. And it's called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and it's all this witchcraft and Satan, you know, satanic shit. And then we watch Wanted right after that. And, like, you know, they curve the bullet and wanted. Yeah. And Kendra goes, that's so fake. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? You just watched all this? <laughs> well, of course it's fake. It's stupid as hell. That's why it's so much fun. I was like, boy, nothing gets by you, does it? <sighs> oh, we'll see you guys later. Check us out on Twitter. Three at Three Drink, drink minimum. minimum. Instagram, Three Drink Minimum. I don't even... Is there any? Have you ever posted anything to Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been slacking because we haven't really been. We've been slacking with marketing and promotion and shit like that. But you know what? What? I'm gonna go ahead and make a post on there tonight. Hot diggity, hot diggity dog. All right, so check us out on. The thing is at three drink minimum. Yeah, everything is three drink minimum. Just find us there and we'll see you next week. Bye. Adios.